Yeah, you already know what it is, your boy Bands alongside Christina. We are the Sparkle Podcast. What's poppin'? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Episode 132, and we are at the end of the year. And I don't know how we got here, but it's the holidays. So happy holidays, everyone. I know, I don't know if we have any Jewish listeners, but just in case, happy Hanukkah. I think that started already. I don't know anything about Hanukkah, but... Um, if you are not subscribed to this channel, please do so now. Like, share, comment. If you're listening to this and you're not watching us on YouTube, subscribe anywhere you find podcasts and rate us on Apple Podcasts so that other people can find this podcast. And for the YouTube listeners, hit that bell, smash that button. Ding. All right. Um, before we start the show, I want to give out some shout outs. I... Thought I had a little bit of shout outs And then as I started writing them I realized I have a lot of a whole lot Yeah So I'm gonna try to get through this swiftly But uh, Respectfully Like not rushing through it So first I'm gonna give a shout out to Shiesty L and Rudy Cabrera A.K.A. Rudy Rue And Cherie Baez And the rest of the cast For the Deep Red film That they put out in October It won 10 awards So Congratulations (laughs) Wow. To them, they're racking up, they're racking up. Keep rapping, racking up. They're out there in the underground scene. And speaking of independent films, shout out to Hot NRI for putting out the trailer for Pray for the Bear, starring Chip Doug and DJ Franchise and, and, and other fun, familiar films. Fun fact I had a part in this. I know, I was just going to say that, but you always oh, cut sorry. me off. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> and I was going to say shout out to Ruben for giving Shameless a hand plug. in this film. Um, they made a movie The movie is here And even the franchise Been bugging him All year About not even seeing A piece of the movie And it's crazy Because we saw the whole thing So I'm excited To see the final hey, you product You can't be telling them that I don't care You're about to be jealous <laughs> I don't care uh, Shout out to Wale Founder of Yellow Cup That's happening this weekend December 11th At the Rhode Island Convention Center that's, that's a big, big deal Yeah That's big That's a big big deal So shout out to Wale Congratulations um, Another one goes out to Giselle She has her own beauty spot Hey LTL Beauty You can find her on Instagram um, You can book her through Instagram At ALTL Beauty And she does microblading The powdered brows The tint The the lashes She does it all She'll give you the works She'll give you the works And um, shout out to Ashley also I went to high school With those girls So Those were my best friends Back in the day So it's nice to see them Working together It's actually really funny Um, And big ups to Asia Owner of Wild and Pure Naturals I went to go get My body oil from her Um, Her dad has this business Where he makes like flyers Actually you should see him Maybe he could hook you up With a badge um, he makes everything Flyers Posters Anything you need to advertise And I went over there To get my oils And then I ran into Crook So another shout, shout out, out to, Crook to Crook Who's out here Delivering health To Adore Near You Literally I got a smoothie from him He had him in his trunk dope. <laughs> dope. That's dope This man is the selling smoothies never stops. Literally He is the hustle king That's what they call him uh, so get your natural smoothies from Crook Rock, who is delivering all over Rhode Island. And also go check out the Solita shop at 229 Westminster Street. Westminster. 
Westminster. Westminster. That's a Rhode Island mistake. Everybody says Westminster, but it's Westminster. It's, it's really what I don't know where we got that eye from, but it's a beautiful, beautiful space. I stopped by yesterday to say hello, uh, not to buy anything, but <laughs> I wanted to just show her support, show her love. And bring good vibes But really the good vibes were in that store Have you yeah, been in there? I have not You have to go I have to It's a vibe She has like so Everything is so detailed But you know we've known her for a little while So it's no surprise that It's a beautiful space So go out there and go check her out But if you cannot make it to the shop She will also be at the Providence Place Mall This Sunday I should have wrote that down yeah, I think it's this Sunday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. But to find the real information, you can go to Solita Shop on Instagram. And you can also check out their website, solitashop.com, to find out uh, what they have. They have a whole bunch of good smelling stuff, stuff for men, women, pregnant women, all kinds of people. High quality products and Christmas is right around the corner, a corner so get your shit. Um, and also shout out to my guy Kuji, who has partnered with Rome for a PS5 raffle. Uh, $25 for a slot. You can follow at the Don Kuji, D O N C O O G I, on Instagram for more information. Yeah, I, might, I might have to hop in there. You're gonna for 25 bucks. You don't even play video games. I don't, but if you could win it for 25 bucks, what are you gonna do with it? What's the point? Even if I have for decoration, it's worth the 25 okay, bucks. we are moving on. <laughs> Shout out to Slick Vic from Boston who was doing her thing at Troop. It was a good night. And um, shout out to Boston. We have a lot of Massachusetts listeners. Shout, Shout out to, to y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all are really our neighbors 45 minutes away. And Mary Gibson and Helena are back as Soul Babe. Shout Ooh. out to them. They just had a show. Ooh. And you can catch Mary Gibson every Saturday at the Rosendale in downtown Providence. And shout out to Messy Ty, who I saw with A-Rap Music. So hopefully we have some music coming out. I don't know. But when they do, A-Rap, I know you're not listening. But if you're listening, somebody who knows him, tell him that I'm looking for him. Not in that way. In the most friendly, respectful way. <laughs> I don't want to get crazy. Um, let's see what else. Oh, and Hill Holland Avenue are performing next week. Get your tickets. They're actually just $12 right now. They'll be 20 at the door. Or you could get fancy champagne, $75 in a table. And that's not, that's not a bad deal. It's not a bad deal. It's not a bad deal. That's next week. We're gonna be in the building, so definitely. We're looking forward to that. And lastly, shout out to my brother M2. <laughs> Who was out here turning up at Hot Club? The white people were going ham. You did that. Congratulations. I uh, love you, man. See you working out here and, and just making things happen. I'm glad to see you back outside. And a special, special warm welcome, even though it's cold outside, to our cousins, uh, Angel and Jillian, who are back from a very well needed and what looked like really fun vacation. They're listeners, so I wanted to shout them out. And that's all that I have. Ooh, hold on, hold on. Didn't you go to a show? Did I? You went to a comedy show now. Oh, yes. I was going to get to that. Weekend highlights. I don't oh, know I thought you... you wanted to do a shout out. Uh, no, I'm... Listen. 
do you want let's just jump right I, into I, it i got shout outs okay go ahead quick br- brief i want to shout out the red eye team mm-hmm. always you know we 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 moving out here and i want to shout out the well actually i want to shout out both uri rams and providence fries okay they put on a good show i went to the to the um basketball game it was amazing the vibes were right and it was a good time yeah you know? they're working out here and this time i did it from behind the lens so it was even oh good more exciting but yeah shout outs to them where is that all you did this weekend and my hat stink um i actually went went out to lovera for fun no oh you would never catch me in the club for fun, <laughs> unless you know one of my pairs is is celebrating. Celebrating, that's the only way you're gonna catch me at a club. You know, enjoying the club, like me just saying, "Oh, I'm gonna go out to the club." Um, and I went to the Providence Friars versus URI, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Smooth that's about it. Weekend. You know, I'm getting ready to go to New York actually. Um, to the 9 a.m. banger again. Shout outs to nine, the 9 a.m. banger guys. Oh, you know, they throw this party at nine in the morning to yeah. like about three. That needed a round of applause. applause. It's so many DJs. The lineup is crazy. So I'm. When I'm is excited. that this weekend? This Saturday. This Saturday, nice. See if I can make it back to Yellow Cup in time. You're gonna come back the same day? Yeah. Damn, that's a lot of driving. Um, this weekend, let's see, what did I do? I don't even be remembering days. Uh, Friday, I actually called out of work because full transparency, I am going through it. <laughs> I am, I am not having a good time. Full time sad girl right now. I am a full time sad girl. Um, but I'll be okay. Don't worry about me. I'm not saying this for pity and for people. Oh, if you need a hug, I got you. Please don't hug yeah, me. You know, I, I give the best <laughs> hugs. Uh, Yeah, I'm in a weird space right now. So I'm Yo, just asking too. for grace. And that is all. Friday, I called out and I was in shambles, literally. So I'm just working through it. But this is part of... I have dealt with this before. I've been here before. So I just cope with it do you, weird. Do you think it's the holidays making you feel like this? It's a combination of a whole bunch of things, but the holidays does add pressure. It adds pressure to like look good, feel good, be happy, get people gifts. And, you know, when you're not doing your best financially, that's a burden because you want to do like I like to give. I'm very generous, but I can't. But that's not I mean, that's part of it, but that's not most of it. It's just a lot of personal things. But Saturday was a very good day. See, that's the weird thing about like depression and anxiety. It's mood swings. It's mm. like you're happy, sad, highs happy, sad. And lows, yes. Highs and lows. When it's high, it's high. When it's low, low it's like super low. You're like Eeyore. But I shared on my Instagram that I was working on getting an interview with Sam J. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sam J, by the way. Bur- Yo. I wish you were there. She's brilliant. She gives me like Dave. I don't want to compare it to anybody, but if I had to, it would be Dave Chappelle. 
like it's very woke humor but like mm. making mad people feel uncomfortable so i was dming oh well i tweeted her in june actually and she reached back out i don't know how the don't, hell don't. she even thought of me so i was like amped i got ready i had my cue cards lit she was like dm me and we can talk you can swing through um and i was like okay cool word so i dm'd her right away and then she was like well how long is it gonna take to set up and i'm like all i need is 20 minutes maybe even less i made sure i wrote only like four or five questions to just nip it in the bud and she left me on red <laughs> she left me on red and i took it personal as i do many things but when i got there i went by myself because i was ready for the interview and i wasn't not gonna go anyway because i'm a fan and when I get there, they made me sit in a table full of whites. And I say this with all due respect. Y'all are white, right? What else do we call them? Caucasians? That feels racist. I Is sat that in racist? I don't know. It doesn't sound good. It just sounds Caucasians. weird. Sounds like, ugh. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway. It sounds like, I mean, I'll hold my thoughts. Okay. So... <laughs> So we sat that I sat down in a table full of whites and one Asian lady who was very nice. She introduced herself to me. We spoke. Uh, she's a regular at the Comedy Connection. And um, I hit up Derek Fonseca. Shout out to Derek Fonseca, who's a comedian. And I asked him if he had any strings to pull over there. He was like, I, I'm not there tonight. I don't know who's hosting. So I would just say show up and just ask her. And all I can hear is ruckus. You you can't be scared. You got to be out there. You got to ask. You got to take opportunity. Balls to the wall. And I was like, damn. Why did this? Why did ruckus instill this in my head? But, you know, I, I love him for that. So I did. And I was like, as soon as I see her, I'm going up to her. It's going to happen. Like, it's going to catapult me to the next level. Because, um... This is a small flex. I DM'd BDOT one day and I asked him what I need to do. He said, make a name for yourself. So that's all I keep thinking about. So I'm like, okay, I'm about to make a name for myself. I am going to interview an Emmy-nominated comedian who has her own show on HBO mm -hmm. and writes for SNL. Like, that's crazy. So you pulled up your big girl pants. So I put my big girl pants, took a shot before I left the house, got there, it? sat in the table Hold full on, of white. you got to tell me how you took this shot because that's very important. I did, did this. Ah. You, did you shake your head? Because <laughs> if you shook your head, you mean Crack business. Crack my neck. No, and I have I sat there and I wasn't gonna search for her, so I sat down. You could tell there was a lot of people from Massachusetts because the style was very Pawtucketish. And take it how you want it. And then I saw her. I thought I saw her, but I was like, eh, maybe it's not her. Like, why would she just be standing right there? And uh, the Asian lady goes, Jennifer. Her name is Jennifer. Shout out to Jennifer. You a real one. She was like. Hey, is that CMJ behind you? Because I had already told her, like, I have a podcast. I'm trying to get this interview. And I'm like, is it? She was like, yeah, you should go and, like, introduce yourself. Did and she I'm push like, you? no. Why <laughs> would she put her hands come on, on me? Come on, go, 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 go. And I was you like, this girl? you know what? You're right. I'm going to go say hi. It's a perfect opportunity. I went up to her like a regular person. Did you crack your knuckles before you went up? No. So that could have been, been bad body language, too. Yeah, I mean, no. Like, 
damn, I'm going to get this. So I went up to her and I was like, hey, Sam J, it's me, Christina Sev. I, you know, I DM'd you on Twitter. And I could see in her eyes that she was like either drunk or really high or both. Like she was like, she dapped me up and she was like, yeah, 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 nice to meet you. It's not happening. And I was like, I was like, no, 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 it's cool, it's cool, it's whatever, you know, I'm here to enjoy the show Ooh, anyway. But inside, you got the like, altar hands, you got the altar hands ready. <laughs> no, I didn't want to put hands on her at all. I admire her. But, like, her spirit felt heavy. Mm. And I was like, damn, she Heavy must, in what sense, though? Like, she's going through something. Mm. Like, she's sad or depressed or anxious. Something is happening, I can tell. And then she... I was like, I felt kind of awkward. I didn't know how to like exit. Mm. And then I was just, just like standing. Dance, like- no, I was just like, yeah, like, no, yeah, it's cool, it's cool, cool. And she was like, yeah, so I'm trying to talk to my baby cousin if you don't mind. And I was like, no, yeah, you're good, good. Thank, nice to meet you. Just walked away. I was like, Fuck! Did you put your hand, head down like a kid when you tell him no? No, I, you know what? And you do that. I took it personal, but then she, when I saw her, first of all, the two comedians that opened up for her were hilarious. I forgot their name. One was from somewhere in New England. His name is Trent. And then the other one was this white boy from Atlanta. Funny as hell. And they had all the jokes about white people and they're like, ah, 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 laughing at themselves. Foolish. And when, <laughs> when they were done and they were going to call her, she was standing you know, standing there on her phone, but she didn't look happy to be there. Mm. And then she got on stage and she was like, look, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm not in the mood. I don't want to be here. I'm going through a lot. Like, but we're here. Did you stand up and say, I'm going through it too, girl. No, I, I felt bad for taking it personal. I was Mm. like, damn, she's, I love her and I see her as who she is, but she's still, human like her family pulled up you know what i'm saying like she's just regular and then she spoke about her grandmother dying Mm. and everybody was like oh she was like shut up i'm not sad i'm not she's old she's fucking old (laughs) her jokes are very like deep and cynical kind of comedy has an element of pain there's a lot of not pain in her thing but like frustration she went on to talk about like She's like, the theme of the stand-up was, um, I've been trying to, I've been thinking about what freedom looks like for black people. Mm. Throughout the whole thing, she kept saying that, like, after all her bits. And I was like, damn, this is deep. And then as the story went on, and as her stand-up went on, the room got more and more silent. And let me tell you something, when she was talking about white people, I was laughing my head. Head you off. was the awkward person was in like, the crowd. <laughs> you was the, you was the uh, buddy love. Yes. Wow. I was like, looking at all the white people. He did. Did you point? No, 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 no. But I was like, facts. Like, I, was, I was like, yo. The white women crazy. in the back was like, fuck her. <laughs> fuck her. Yeah. It was incredible like her jokes were funny they were like wild she talked about trans people she talked about little nas x she talked about white men and how disgusting they are she went in and in like it was incredible shout out to sam j 
I have no bad blood. She told me that it's going to happen, but just not then. So I don't know what oh, that so means. You, so you you guys talked after the show? No, no, no. She said it's going to happen, but not tonight. Okay. like that answer. I don't because she don't live here. I, mean, I think she lives in New York. It's only a three-hour drive. She's not going to remember me next time and be like, hey, you want to get that interview in? You never know. I doubt it. I'm scared of her. She's... You know, She's the type to say fuck you You know there was a heckler in the crowd right Really And he kept like going against her And she was like yo please don't talk through my Don't talk through my stand up Please can you please respect that mm-hmm. I'm not in a mood I'm high as shit and I can hear everything <laughs> And I'm like Ooh. We were laughing But other people were like mm-hmm. uncomfortable And then he said She was talking about White people, oh my gosh, she had this one joke about how white people don't have rhythm. And she was talking about being on shrooms. And she was mad. She was like, white people, the fact that you let us take crack and kept shrooms from us, y'all are pieces of shit. Because you think had we had mushrooms, we'd be doing crack? Shrooms are amazing. And then she went on to talk about going on a trip. And then she said she was at this wedding on shrooms watching white people dance. For an hour and a half off that beat. That must have been trippy. <laughs> that must have been trippy. She was like, yo, these motherfuckers are crazy. They don't give a shit about nothing. They just dance and do whatever. And she was like, and then she stopped and she was like, you know, because lately I've been thinking about what does freedom look like for niggas. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, you know, when I'm on shrooms, I'm like extra woke. So instead of being mad that they were off beat, I was actually kind of jealous. She was like, Imagine being so free that you don't even care about being on beat. She was like, black people are slaves to the rhythm. And I was like, yo, it's so fucking true. They don't care about about being on rhythm. They just dance. They just do whatever the the fuck they want. The video of the three white women in the gym doing the. No. It's hilarious. Why are your algorithms like this? I don't think white people come up in my explore page at all. I, I do be watching. It says a lot TikTok. about what you watch. I'm on what to do you. I, watch? I don't know if three white women are coming up in the gym. It was a viral clip. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah, know, that's all that, that I have. One but, thing I did learn this weekend is sometimes mm-hmm. you got to step out your box. And, you know, we, we it's so cliche, but it's so real. Mm. Like just go for it Yeah Just go That's for good. it What's it's the worst true. you can hear is a no Is a no and But a no hurts But it's not it the hurts, only no But you know Basically if you throw shit at the wall So much times You're gonna get You're gonna get a yes Eventually <laughs> That metaphor was terrible You know what I'm trying to say I'm just trying to say that If you keep asking people someone's gonna turn around and say say you know what sure of course yeah but not everyone has that confidence but if i took anything from this weekend is take advantage of your saturday night if you have a sitter um because after the comedy connection i went to troop and hot club haven't done that in a long time party hopping you know i was outside and no but for real what i really learned was to give people grace because mm. i could have easily been like fuck her fuck that interview she's fucking rude why would she say that 
And, and your energy could have been off for the whole show and then I would not enjoy it. it. And so I was like, well, you know, she's going through something. It's none of my business. And just because she shares her work mm-hmm. with the world doesn't mean she belongs to the world. Celebrities don't owe us anything. But when we're at a level like here and we're trying to kind of get there, we feel sometimes entitled. Like, you should be helping me with the opportunity. And it's like, she don't owe me shit. Facts. She didn't owe me that interview. Even if she did say, yeah, I want to do it. But, you know, it is what it is. And I hope that I bump into her again. And I'm going to say hi. And maybe this time we just hang out, not an interview. True. Maybe we'll grow a relationship. Who knows? Like, you know, people can ruin their opportunities by being bitter. Yo, bitterness can burn any bridge. Literally. And and Flawless talked about that on an episode once. About, like, just being grateful for whatever you got. Like, at least now she can put a name to the face. Mm-hmm. I shook her hand. And who knows what can come from that. Everything is in God's timing, I guess. I mean, I would have been shocked too. Oh, you're the girl from Twitter that I left on Red. She wasn't shocked. No, she but like you know, like, sometimes you don't think you're gonna run into that person. So it's just like, like maybe she didn't think I was serious. Just the awkwardness, like, oh, this girl was actually really serious, and she might remember your face, or she might not give a shit. True, <laughs> and it's here today, gone tomorrow. But yeah, that was it. That was it. Eventful weekend. Let's jump into the motherfucking culture shop. All right. This is not culture, but I've been dying to talk about this. Okay, hold on. Let me take us in. So welcome to the Culture Shock. If you haven't heard this podcast before, the Culture Shock is where we bring up celebrity and worldly mess to spark conversation. Hey. And go ahead. Do you want to go first? Because so, right. I have I only have three things today. You know what? I'll let you go first. Uh so there was a petition to stop Will and Jada Smith from getting interviewed. Oh my God. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear them. You know what's so crazy? Before I get into the details, mm-hmm. for so many years, people were mad that they were so private. Like, we wanted to know everything. People are never happy. And now that we do, there's 11,000 plus signatures for them to stop getting interviewed, which let me tell you something right now. It's not going to happen. So uh, judging from the comments, people don't like that they're being so personal. And Will Smith has been a lot more open probably than he's ever been ever in life. So he revealed that he got caught having sex by his mom while he was in high school recently. He revealed that he was having so much sex that when he would orgasm, he would throw up. That's TMI. He was talking about insecurities and having sex with people outside of his wife. So what he did is basically confirm what we all thought anyways, that he was having sex with other people. And Jada Pickett is sharing ecstasy stories and butt lift experiences. She had a butt lift? So apparently she had a Brazilian butt lift. Mm. Allegedly. I don't know. I don't give a shit what they share, honestly. Share it all. Who cares? It's their business. You know, I don't don't understand people because, you know, if they don't share enough, oh, they're too private. 
oh my god they need to you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then when you share too much it's like oh my god you're sharing too much yeah it's like, like people just need it? to get get over it let them talk their their story yeah, i think everybody should be able to tell their story how they feel fit right they're filthy rich people and for some reason they feel like it's their calling to share their story all i'm saying that will will smith biopic is gonna be lit there's a will smith biopic i'm just saying when it does come out it's gonna be a lit story i mean he's young and he's, he has you know god willing I mean? a lot of life and left one thing people have to stop doing one thing people have to stop doing is bringing up tupac tupac's been gone for 20 he brought plus it up, years. that's why Hmm? He brought it up No but I'm saying like Before that Mm-mm-mm. It was already a thing So I, f- I feel Like Will Smith's like Alright Y'all wanna talk about Tupac Here I go Yeah and we're gonna talk about this Later on today Cause today's topic Is platonic Platonic relationships So stick around for that But yeah That shit's old It's like People like old news Just scroll by it Just ignore it Like if I ever messed with somebody in high school, I don't want you guys talking about all the damn time. Oh, oh my God! Remember when you used to date this Jennifer girl or Jessica or? Uh, mm-hmm. It's like know, why do people Sabrina attach your exes whatever. to you? You know what I mean? Like I don't. They're an ex for a reason. Literally, that's how I feel anyway. You know, and even if like it was just a playful thing, a one night thing, or whatever. It shouldn't be spoken about if I'm not willing to speak about it. Yeah, but they have been lately, and apparently people have a problem with it. America is so strange. Like, you're starting a petition to basically shutting people up. Not going to take happen. their rights. <sighs> 50 Cent thinks that this is a sign of weakness, that their relationship appears to be weak. Do you agree? I mean, that's his opinion. I don't think that that might be. I want to say maybe that's a strength, actually, because everything's on the table. There's no smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Nothing should surprise you in a relationship. You have everything on the table. Like if I, for example, if I was in a relationship with somebody and I'm okay with just saying like, her telling her story, everything's on the table. Why am yeah. I going to be mad? I think so too. I think. I think it, every relationship should be transparent. Now, sure. maybe you don't have to share with everyone else, but at least with, with each, each other. other. Yeah, I, I think that's an element of being in a healthy relationship, having everything on the table. Yeah, it it, it I mean it could get crazy, but yeah, that's. I mean, but that's you know that if the intentions are good. For sure, because that's where egos come into play and, you know, it just gets a little more complex than just having everything on the table. But Relationships are not easy, and they've been married for years, literally. Facts, even friendships aren't easy. No relationship is relationship. Exactly. So just let these folks do what they do, and you don't like it, scroll. Keep going. And 50 Cent, shut up. This nigga's in everybody's business. He's annoying. Moving on to Jesse Smollett. He, oh God. he has not escaped the media. He actually went back on trial November 29th, and he is sticking to his guns. And actually, he dropped the bomb on us, if I could 
get to the next tab here. Jesse Smollett denies staging attack and testifies he had a sexual relationship. That was the wrong button. He had a sexual relationship with the guys who beat his ass. Perfect. So, so according to Jesse Smollett, he is saying that he was having sex with the guy who with one of the guys or both of the with guys? With one of them. That would have been a crazy <laughs> plot now twist. That is a sausage fest. Um Ew. I'm sorry. The Lizzie's everywhere. Yo, for anybody that likes that, I didn't mean it in the wrong way, you know. What I mean, that's you. Yeah, if you want to eat Lizzie's, that's on you. But um no, yeah. So what he's saying now in trial is that he actually had sex with one of these guys and mm-hmm. he's saying, I didn't have sex with that man, but he is gay. And Supposedly they were friends before and of course the guy has already said that Jesse Smollett paid them to do this so he can get pity coverage. And Jesse Smollett is like, nope, nope, nope. That is not what happened. I never paid them. This was not staged. They try to beat my ass. So this is my theory. It's my conspiracy theory. My theory is... That he was, well, he also said that he was getting drugs. Basically, he said, this is my plug. Like, he Mm. talked about cocaine and everything. He's spilling all the tea in court. He's going balls to the wall. Literally. (laughs) This is my theory. Jesse Smollett was dating this guy, right? Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know, I don't know if I could fuck with you like that anymore. Like, this could be the last season of Empire. And he was like, yeah, but. It's it feels great when we're together, sniffing cocaine, you know, getting crazy. Like, who am I? So this is the plug. He's having sex with his plug, but he was also a part of the Empire staff. So he met these Mm. two men on the set of Empire. They became friends. They started hanging out. According to Jesse, they started hanging out. He was his plug. Used to hook him up with cocaine. They used to get crazy together. Crazy high and and. Maybe he got mad at him, was going to meet up, mm-hmm. and then he beat his ass instead. It's possible. It's domestic violence. It's possible. <laughs> I mean, I it, don't know. It's weird. It's mad mess. possible, I guess. And then Jesse Smollett also revealed that Don Lemon texted him while the Chicago police was investigating and telling him, basically like giving him a warning, like, they're coming for you. So I don't know, but this shit is real, real messy. Real messy. I, th- I, th- I think, in my opinion, I think that was kind of honorable. What? For him to reach out and oh, be like, for Don Yo, Lemon, yeah, I don't know why. Oh my guy, you know, but you can't do that. I think I don't know anything about the law, honestly. I mean, I don't know if it's a thing that you can't tell somebody, but why else would it be a me. headline though? You know what I mean? You're looking out for me. I don't think anybody that says, yo. Or him and Don Lemon are uh, making lemon squeeze. Lemon squeeze. <laughs> Ow. They're making lemonade together. Listen, we don't know. This is messy. <laughs> I feel bad for Jesse Smollett. Instead of cooking with grease. They're cooking with lemon. They're grinding <laughs> Drink, it up. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Squeeze Shout out lemons. to the gays Love y'all for real But my question is Do you think that people are being too hard on Jesse Smollett 
Like it's been over two you years. Know, you know, you know why it's a big deal because of the allegations that it was two white men. That's oh, yeah, really why lied. they're going him on him. Mm-hmm. It's not because of he got because he got attacked. Yeah, but anybody in their right mind, if you if you remove the the allegations that it was a white two white dudes, um that that beat him up, um. They wouldn't be going. Well, I don't as know if hard. he said that they were white men. I think he said they were homophobic because they were yelling out the f word. According to what was said before, I that's what everybody was saying. He also you said know, he doesn't news. remember what the person Which looked is possible like because because they could have been yeah. maxed, masked up. I mean, I think there's a video out where they're masked up. My point is, this happened two years ago. This man didn't hurt anybody. Just who cares? We forgive Kanye a million times. You can't forgive him for being a liar. No, because you know, and I hate to say it like that. But did anybody die? He's a gay man, and you know, he also tried to come at the. I don't. I don't want to say that supporters at the. Yeah, he was. He didn't try to come for them. He tried to make them look bad. Yeah, pretty much. So people just got people just so her. I sh- maybe I shouldn't say but hurt. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't use but. <laughs> or I'm sorry. I mean, if you if you like to use your butt, sure. Yeah, whatever literally flows your boat. Have it at it, horse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't think that this should be like the way people are treating this man is like he it's, kills somebody. It's overkill. Yeah, just let yeah, the guy go. don't even treat them, them, them people shooting up schools. Rittenhouse like just got away with murder, self-defense. Like, who, it's okay. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt. He lied I, a little. I, yeah, I don't, I don't see, you know, and I don't see the news media going hard on the kid that, you know, sorry to boy. say, the boy that oh shot God, up yeah. his classmates. That was crazy. You know, which is crazy that this... Jesse Smollett thing is and mind you, a way bigger story mm-hmm. than a kid that went into school. Well, I wouldn't say school. way bigger story, but it is a well, story. Well, according to, you know, the numbers and how how much coverage this is getting, it's like, come on, guys. Like, yeah, it's w- too much. W- like, And stop covering it. Like, why do we even care to follow this? I'm trying to see what I'm looking like. Why do we even care to continue to follow this trial? Let this man go, release the charges, throw out the case. It's people, dumb. People are obsessed with these things. It's really ridiculous. Like, literally, they're telling us everything step by step. But prayers out to Jesse Smollett. I liked him. I like his music. I'm a fan of his artistry. So, I want him back in these streets acting again. Taking a man's job away because he lied a little bit. Wasn't he in Mighty Ducks? On one of them kids he movies? He did, um, yeah, he did film him and his sister. His sister is the girl that's in the movie on HBO, the show on HBO of the black science show, science fiction. The one that they canceled and everybody was mad about it. I know somebody's listening right now, like yelling out the name of the show. It's called. Anyways. Uh, moving on to this meme. That went viral this past weekend on Facebook or this past or last week after we recorded. And it was a meme of a little boy getting a kitchen toy. Or there was this conversation going around like, 
not getting your son a kitchen toy. I think we had some conversation like this about kitchen toys, but continue. Maybe. And now there's also um, pictures going viral of little boys holding a baby doll and their face on the baby doll, like the cardboard thing. And the argument is you can't get that for boys because that's a girl toy. But then I start to think, so men shouldn't be in the kitchen? Like, it's really sexist the way everything uh, is structured. It's like from you, from their youth, we're teaching them how to let me break it down not for be... We are programming yes. children to become parents in a working environment. And some people will say, well, just because my son's not playing with kitchen toys doesn't mean I'm not going to teach him how to cook. And what that's if, fine. What but if your son wants to be a chef? I was just about to say that. What if he genuinely really wants this toy because he believes he's a chef? You should be encouraging that. I feel you like. You know, the thing is, so there's two parts, of, two, two sides of the coin. But I don't want to get too deep into it. Basically, we are programmed since... A child mm-hmm. to either to pick a side, pick a side. Basically, girls will have kitchen sets, the easy bake ovens, the fake microwaves for slaves. What 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 kind of toys are that? Are, are those? I mean, you're teaching her how to be a wife yeah. or someone who and takes then the care dolls, of dolls. You feed the baby. You're teaching her to be a baby mama. And then the, the dad is always non-existent. Nice cars. Oh, you know you got a Corvette. Yeah, the values are different. Although you know, on the same token, you have tools, which is a cool part. No, and blocks and stuff. You're showing the kids how to build. It's programming. I I mean, yes, we fall into this. This is that will never evolve evolve to a different thing. It'll just keep. Carrying on with something new Yeah if we don't break you the know, habits For example gig, Gigapets are coming back out You know now they're Extra high tech Now the kids are They always came out know, They just keep trying to re-release it It's not working It's actually working this time Maybe I've seen a lot of kids With Gigapets And I How was like How many kids wow. do you see on the daily That you've seen Well them? I don't see a lot of kids on the daily But I have been Like you know If I go to a like, I was in the mall not too long ago, and I seen about, like, four kids with Giga Pets. Really? Yeah. So, I was like, oh, wow, they're coming back. Okay, and, you're derailing us. And somebody else, um, somebody else's kid was saying, I want a Giga Pet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. What, what does really this happening? have to do with gender roles and baby toys? Certain toys are programming you to be a parent. No, be, no, 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 to no. Be, to be... To be a worker, no, to be a parent. No, 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 no. We're thinking about this too deep. The problem is not that the toys are programming kids to be a certain type of way. They can, but that's not the problem. The problem here is that you are telling a little boy that his interest is not valid because it's not for him. It's for girls. That's the problem. The problem is not he's going to be a macho man because he's building blocks. Like, no. That's not it. The thing mm-hmm. is, let kids be kids. Let them True. explore. You're, you're absolutely let right. Let them expand. They want to play with a baby doll. Who cares if he wants to play? 
My, I mean, I have a girl, so it's probably easier for girls. But I mean, but you're also not a man that's homophobic. No, I'm not. But I'm also not the girliest of girly girls. Which is true. But yeah. me and my daughter already have contrast interests. I already know she's gonna be a girly girl. Where does she get it? Get it from? Who knows? I don't know. But that's just what she likes. But if she asked for a truck. I'm not going to say, no, you can't get that. That's for boys. Like, that's dumb. That's just limiting your child. It's not even about, I'm scared. If I get her that, she's going to be a stud. (laughs) People are so vague, though. I don't know. It's weird to me. People are stupid. People are simple. That's what it is. Some people are so... Let me Don't get me started on people, because some people are very... One gullible People believe everything they see Not only gullible It's just like Small minded Like think Outside the box For a little bit And really think about What it is It's just a toy At the end of the day But then Then there's parents That kind of Like parent the kids To be What they want to be And those kids Become stars I just seen um, Mm -hmm. For example I'm a fan of Ken Block He's a drifter I don't know if you well, long story short, he, his daughter is only 14 and she's becoming one of the biggest people in that sector of, you know, in that genre of things to do. What is it? Drifting. I don't know driving, what that is. Car oh, driving. Oh. You know, and it's interesting. Some kids just want to be kids and have fun and learn things. And if they look up to you, maybe they want to do the same thing you do. Just let these kids fucking be kids. How about you get your kid off the tablet? How about you do that? How about you do an activity with them? I am not the perfect parent. I don't always have time to do activities with my kid. But I like to be like, hey, yo, turn the TV off. You've been watching TV all day. That's it. Go pick up a coloring book. Go do something else. And just explore. Use your imagination real quick. But what if your kid wants to be a TikTok star? You're you know, I no. have been asked that question. Mommy, can I have a YouTube channel, please? And I'm but, like, but you're limited. Absolutely you see, you not. See, you see how it works? No, this is different. You can't compare YouTube to toys. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, there's certain things that kids want to do. We say no. No, but that's different. That's completely different. TikTok is a public place where, no, that's different. It's safety. There's I, a difference I, between. I think you could put locks on. TikTok I'm not interested in I'm doing just, that. I'm just saying. No. I'm not trying to... When it comes to toys, I think let your kids do whatever they want. Colors. Let them wear whatever color they want. Let them be who they want to be. What you should be worried about is instilling morals in them. Values, love, attention, care, therapy, health, brushing their teeth at night, not giving them so much fucking juice and candy. candy. Like, those are the things that are important. Teach your kids to be responsible Loving, kind, respectful people. That's it. That's literally your job. But some parents aren't already. And that's true. And you can't teach what you don't know. Exactly. And it all boils down to ignorance. Wow. Look at that. And just like that, that's all I have for the culture shock. I know you have some stuff. Well, okay. You know I'm excited for Spider-Man. The mm-hmm. excitement level is so high that people are fighting for the tickets. Yeah. In Mexico, there was a huge brawl. <laughs> Not in Mexico. 
Four Spider-Man tickets because they're sold out in a lot of places. You want to go watch Spider-Man with me? Yeah, I can do that. Okay, we, we there. We in there. When is that? We outside. Next Thursday. Not outside at the theaters. Can we do it early? Oh, no, it has to be at night. 6.45. Sheesh. Which movie theater are you trying to go IMAX. to? IMAX. You cannot watch. I can't do it. My what? eyes hurt. Damn. It literally hurts my eyes right here. I don't know why. It could be because I have a visual. Stigma. What is that? Astigmatism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, outside of Spider-Man, the trailer, um, the second trailer to The Matrix Matrix Resurrected Yeah Resurrection um, You seem excited out. for I that I am very excited I don't care The Matrix is I'm one here. of the My favorite movies Cause how Of all time? One of them yeah Interesting The the Like The way that expanded people's Minds To How How movies are made Mm, like you know, technology that that was a pivotal movie, and I think they're gonna mm. pull something off on this one too. That would be that's dope. gonna change the way people watch movies forever. It's a possibility. You know, the last movie that we seen something like that was Doctor Strange, mm, or or even like um, what's the what's the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes, the one where he fights the bear. No, no, that one was great, but um, it's like. It's a trippy movie. I forgot Inception. the name. Inception. Inception. Mm-hmm. Um, like that movie was a game changer. Yeah, they're called um when movies do that, like when they disobey the laws of film, they're called um avant garde. Mm. Like where they're just playing with different angles and stuff like that. I mean, that's nerd talk. You the know, average person don't care about that stuff. And you see, maybe I was interested in movie like filmmaking so much. At a so much younger age Without but I even didn't noting know Without Yeah You know because Just watching this trailer Was like my the trailer It's When like does that I'm jittery oak. right now Oh my gosh It comes out Might Christmas Might be the coffee It comes out Christmas I wanna see The movie With Michael B. Jordan Just so I can cry My eyes out It looks like a I feel like He's gonna like die ch- Don't say that in the movie, man, oh. not Michael B. Jordan. God yeah. forbid. Oh my gosh, that's Wendell's that's cousin. My, yeah, I was gonna say that's, that's my brother's cousin. Come on now. No, I'm saying the character. I feel like it's the it's too good to be true. I feel like people love making black tragedy, so why not die? He's in the army. They look so happy. I don't know if so I want to go. So you're thinking it. this is gonna be like a a sad turn for the worst. Or a divorce. Something's going to... Maybe not. Maybe I could be surprised. And it's a beautiful, romantic, black movie. You know everybody loves happy endings. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a perv. But yeah. I mean, but am I wrong? No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) At all. Hey, yo. talk. (laughs) We're going to the moon. We're going to the moon again. We're going to the moon. Um, NASA has nominated. Why does that make you laugh? Because you know, there's a lot of people that don't believe in moon landings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, no shade. You know, you All believe the what tips. you. Shout out to you know, you believe what you believe. But we're going back to the moon. At least this is what they're planning for: is to go back to the moon. Mm-hmm. And does it say when they're taking off? Yes, that's why I'm. I'm making sure I give you the right details on. 
take off. So they have two missions. One's in 2022. So very soon. And there's another one in 2024. So they're going twice. Yes. And there is a crew of nine. Yeah, nine. Nine, nine people. Astronauts, eight which, people and one chocolate drop. <laughs> well, there's there's another one that maybe, uh, yeah, maybe yeah, he's biracial for biracial. sure. Biracial, but you know, this is cool. Um, it's been over fifty years we haven't been to the moon. That's crazy. You know, so didn't those people not make it? No, I think that was Apollo thirteen. That was oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. That was because they made a movie of it. So I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're right. There was tragedy mm-hmm. on that. I don't know. I remember uh, hearing something. There was a recent mission that the I don't want to give the wrong information. I don't know. But there was there was a mission that um people did um What does that mean? What is the mission? What do they do up there? Back. Oh. I mean they they have to drop new new um technology onto the moon to you know to explore it. It says NASA's moonshot goal with Artemis is to return humans to the moon and create a sustained human presence on and around the lunar surface that will start with landing the first woman and the first person of color on the moon this decade. That tells me nothing. And wow. Wherever you got that from doesn't say nothing about that here. This is on space.com. I feel like this is legit. Well, Anyway. We're going to the moon. That's all we know. We're going to the moon. Prayers up, baby. Have are, fun. Are you excited for moon? Absolutely never. This stuff does not excite me. I'm not excited, but I would like to know what's on the moon. You would go to the moon? Hell no. Oh, okay. Hell no. Leave that to Jeff Bezos. He not wants Jeff to go Bezos. out of space. Yeah, yeah, wasn't he on the moon? I'm, I'm good where I am. You know, I'm good where I am. Yeah, I like it. I don't like it here, but I like it here. No, I, I love it here. Yeah. That's a good time. Congratulations, NASA, I guess. You know, it's funny because um, somebody was bringing, Emma actually brought up to me a black astronaut. And I was like, how do you know about that? What do you know about that? I forgot her name, but I'm wondering if it's a new lady Black woman astronaut, or she was talking about somebody legendary. Either way, why don't black people do more things like this? Because a, a lot of us are are put in these boxes that we only can be sports players. That's true. Her name is May Carol Jemison, an American engineer, physician, and former NASA NASA astronaut. She became the first black woman to travel into space. When she served as a mission specialist aboard the space shuttle Endeavor, she's still she's still alive. She's sixty five years old. Shout out to you. That's cool. You know, I think I think we as black people and people of color should start you doing know, other shit. Widen your horizons. Yeah. Even if you could play basketball, get a kitchen or for your play son. football, or even be a great tennis player. You know, maybe. But what if you you're good at playing football, but you're not meant to be. A football player. Yeah, you're meant to be a coach. Exactly. We need those people there. You know, everybody plays a part. Yeah, everybody has a role. Has you know, it's a, just learning that. Has a, has a what is your part? Yeah, that's the hard part. Life can get tricky. But yeah, that's all for the culture shock. 
Okay, now the moment you've all been waiting for. Are we going to argue about this? Maybe, maybe not. So, just quick, we don't. Ha- I don't have nothing too crazy to say about this. But this weekend, in the midst of my sadness and fun and vulnerability and dark, deep thoughts, I thought about, wow, you know what's a blessing? Friendship. I was thinking about how many times we pass up the opportunity of being someone's friend because we think that because we're attracted to them, Mm -hmm. we have to pursue them in a romantic relationship instead of a platonic one. Because I have a friend who asked me out on a date Mm -hmm. and I said no, because not only am I not interested in men, but I'm in a relationship. And he was like, all right, cool. Instead of being like bitter about it, we actually became really good friends after that. And now we're friends to this day. Mm-hmm. And I can hit him up and talk, you know, talk about whatever, talk about life. And I thought, wow, it's mad important to have friends that, like if you're mm-hmm. heterosexual, to have a friend of the opposite sex. For sure. We should be embracing people. This is why when I see my niggas in public, even the niggas that I'm not so close to, like, Brandon or who else do I give love to? I can't. Why can't I think anybody past Brandon? That's problematic. Shout out to Brandon though. But like when I see Brandon, I'm like Brandy. Like I just love on him mm-hmm. because I think it's important to love on men, but like teach them boundaries because I mm-hmm. think men don't know how to be friends with women. I think that they think. Oh, because she's cute, I gotta have sex with her. How about just be friends? And if it goes to that, then lucky for you. I mean, there is, if I gotta say it like this, if the female friend is attractive, there is something there that you know. If if you know it happened, it happened. Yeah, but just because however, you're attracted to her doesn't mean you have to pursue her. Is what that's what I'm I was saying. gonna just say. Like, however, you don't need to. Even if you're attracted to someone, sometimes. You you could fall back. Yeah. You know, and, and actually, sometimes when you get to know the person, you know, if it gets to that point, it might be a better situation. It, it, exactly so. And I was bringing up, I was going to bring up um, Mike M2, mm-hmm. who we've solidified our best friendship. He's my best friend. Shout out to you, best friend. But he called me Sunday morning. And it was just so nice to hear a man's voice without the pressure of, oh, this nigga wants me to come over or this nigga wants to fuck or this he wants to take me out. Like, there's no pressure. We're just two people that like each other, but not in that way. We respect each other as individuals. I could tell him my problems. And hearing a man's voice validate you, respect you, and like love on you that's that makes me feel good like having a positive experience with men is so rare so when you do get it it's like wow this is pretty amazing uh, i want to ask the listeners something could you have a attracted friend attractive friend and still be friends be honest put it in the comments i um, can i, I can. have friends i am a, maybe not that I think are very pretty, but I'm not like, ooh. <laughs> okay, that's fair. 
It's just they're hot, okay? And what? That doesn't mean that they're my person to be hot with. But is that a self-awareness thing? Like, I respect this person type of thing? Like, you know, what? what is it that keeps that hot friend from being a hot meal? It's respect. It's respect. You respect them and you value the friendship. You value the friendship over anything. Mm. And when you value friendship, anything can come from that, romantic or not. You know, you can, who knows what this relationship can do for you, for, for sure. your soul, mm -hmm. for your healing, for your life. I think that friends can catapult you mentally to a place you may have not if you were romantic your, your with them. facts. Facts. Yeah, it's deep stuff. You know, but both men and women do this. We just do it differently. Absolutely. Like, women would, for example, sometimes... Like, you know, even, like, girls, that, like, I'll see a video or something or try to, like, to spark a conversation with with some women. And, you know, it, it, it feels like, you know, you know when you're, you're getting pushed away. Mm -hmm. nah, nigga, like, they're just trying to friend zone you. You know what I mean? That, like, who are you friend zoning? I'm not even trying to be, be like, you know what I mean? In that yeah. space. Exactly. And then, and then you know, it, it's it's a weird thing. Like it is a weird so thing, weird, and I it? think that we should have these conversations with when you feel that mm -hmm. you should bring it up to this person. Like, so I yo, should start telling telling people like, yo, you I'm, think I'm trying to get in your pants? Yeah, just be upfront. Like, yo, I'm not on that time. People I just really like that, fuck though. with you. People don't like that. There's ways you can say it. I've told men like, hey, I'm even before dealing with women. I've told them. Hey, man, I'm really not on that time. Like, if you want, we could be friends, but I don't want anything else. But then the bitterness comes out. Some men you know have what? been bitter, but some men but have been good about it. And some have been awkward. Now they don't know how to say hi. They're like, reach it. Uh, you know, you, you're doing the dance. The little Kim. You know, you know, when you when you bump into somebody and like you're trying to go the same path and one person yeah. like, and you go in the same direction for like five seconds. Yeah, that's thing. what happens. But I think we need to embrace each other more. I've really been feeling like that. Like, there's people that I see that, you know, to me, I'm mm -hmm. like one with the people. So when I see come out in the city, like, mm -hmm. this is family to me, extended family. We're not sure. close. We don't fuck with each other every day. But when I see you, it's love. Sure. And I need people to understand, like, yeah. niceness and kindness doesn't always mean I'm trying to fuck you. For sure, yo, I hate that. It's like, calm down. Like, who are you? Yeah, like, damn. Like, like, you think everyone is trying to fuck you? Like, yeah. No, let me break. Let me break it to you. Not everybody does. But that's you coming know. from men and women, not heterosexual, not knowing how to be friends or even past but even, that. But even sometimes, uh, same sex. Yeah, but. That's what I'm saying. You, People you know, who are interested in each other. I will be honest. I had a gay friend and, you know, the <laughs> boy, I tell you, like, yo. Crossed boundaries? Cro crossed boundaries. Okay. And it's like, I don't want, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not the type of dude that's going to punch you for, you know, crossing the line. Like, you cross the line, I, I keep my distance, mm -hmm. you know. But when... When you cross the line and you're being told, yo, I'm good. 
Yeah, and you, you have to respect to, people's boundaries. You know, try to jump over that fence. That fence is sky sky high. You're not crossing that. <laughs> but you know, it's you know, also it's just understanding your boundaries. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, regardless of what the situation is, like I have plenty of female friends that I will never even look at that way. And even if you can say, yeah, she's a pretty girl. Yeah, absolutely. But not wanting to do anything with her. But, but it does make it harder to deal with if you have an attracted friend attractive friend that's you know sometimes it your energy yeah it could come across and you know i think that's why people need really need to have conversations that way we know where we stand Mm -hmm. yeah because i think when people meet each other like if i meet a guy and we're attracted to each other now we feel this pressure to be like, oh, we got, how do I, all right, how do I take this down? You're, you're putting. Yeah, it's like you're planning, ready. you're plotting and scheming on each other. And put, it's like this weird feeling of like, I like you, but I don't like you. I'm just attracted to you. And that ruins relationships because now what you're really doing is rooting your relationship in lust. And that is dangerous. Really you should be rooting your relationship in friendship. So sometimes you're rushing to the romance and the romance won't work. And you could have been better off as friends. Sometimes it's just a thrill. And we've spoken about this before. The thrill. The thrill. The thrill will get you caught up. Don't do it. You know when you're talking to somebody with the low eyes... Yeah, I know. Everybody does it. I don't want to hear, oh, that's just a light person thing. No, we all do it, you know. And, you know, when you're doing the, damn, yo, what up? You yeah, know, I know what you're saying. You're trying to be the sexy. The low voice on the phone fly. or the women with the, yeah. It gets a little more hype. Yeah, yeah. You know, know. You know we know, we know what time you want, but sometimes, yo, just hold on to that for a little yeah. And, you know, get to know the person. Get to know each Communication other. Communication is key. And love on each other respectfully. Like Some people don't have self-control, though. That's the problem. Yeah, that's true. There's so much layers to that. It is a lot of layers. But, like, I don't know why, but there's certain, certain men that I, when I say hi, I want to touch the back of their head. Like, it's almost like I'm looking at them as my sons. So, sort of like the lady that was at the gas station was like... You had a no, that lady was a creep. And she was like, can I touch your head? No, was, not like oof. rubbing them. I'm talking like touching the back of their neck. Like there's something about. Or like, or like when white people say, oh my God, you got beautiful hair. Can I no, touch No, stop. These are all terrible examples. <laughs> I'm just saying embrace each other. You can show each other affection mm-hmm. without having to be sexual. It doesn't sure. have to be romantic. Let's be friends. And that's it. Can, can we just be friends? But I found this website. I don't know how credible this website is. It's verywellmind.com. And they have two people at a table, a man and a woman. And it says benefits of platonic relationships. One is reduced stress, enhanced resilience, emotional support, better immunity, and fewer mental health issues. Would you look at that? I mean, I know with a fewer <laughs> mental issues lies because I know. You know what? I know where it lies because I've experienced about? things that you know 
thank thank God for me just being friends with this person. You dodged the bullet. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. I dodged a few. Yeah, because when you're in a relationship, I dodged a few missiles. You're like the guy in Matrix. What's his name? Neil. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, whoa. Yeah, it'd be happening. But that makes sense because then when you're romantic in a relationship, things get so much complicated. And Mm Insider.com actually was trying to educate people about situationships. Obviously, they don't use that word. But it says, a platonic relationship is one without romance, but is still loving, loyal, respectful, and honest. Platonic relationships can involve intimacy like sex as long as feelings of passion are absent. Absent. No. It sounds like a setup. Don't listen to this. But also, it's true. A risk of sexual platonic relationship is that one person falls in love but is not reciprocated. So they're saying, go ahead, have sex with your friend if you want to. You're going to be real mad when this person's not calling you back. They're basically saying that. And then it goes on to talk about the benefits of a platonic relationship in that platonic relationships aren't only with strangers. They're also with your cousins, your sister, your brother, somebody to love on and not having sex with. And then it says, according to Emily Guarnota, I don't know if that's how you say it. A licensed clinical psychologist and founder of the Mindful Mommy, characteristics of platonic relationships include respect, love, admiration, loyalty, honesty, and bonding over shared interests and beliefs. In all those recipes, I can see how people confuse it with, this is my husband, or this is my wife. He loves me. Because we've been pressured, you know, and I was just going to bring up, but you was reading the, the article that as kids, we were friends. We had female friends and it wasn't something that we was chasing because, oh, this person's attractive. No, it was like, oh, no, you, you, you play basketball very well. I like you. You know what I mean? You're no, cool. yeah, we are programmed Society will program uh, you to believe that if you're attracted to somebody, you're supposed to have sex with this. Oh, this must be the one for me. You ever hear a girl say, like, he's so fine. He has all these great qualities. He has a good job. Mm-hmm. He's He dresses nice. He smells good. He's so nice to me. He's respectful. And it's like, girl, he was just raised right. That doesn't mean that this man is your uh, husband. Also, sometimes. It could be. It could be that he's trying to get in your pants. Okay, and so still, it should be founded on, on a foundation. A friendship, at least. Yes, at least. And then if it gets to that point, hallelujah, amen, God bless. But if not, then why are we going in the door with sex? That's problematic. We're programmed to it. That's yeah, no, and I'm, even, even I understand. I'm saying we need to do the... Unprogramming That's my point Of this and conversation the crazy thing is As kids we volunteered for it Because we played Mommy and daddy Think about that <sighs> Those are Disgusting games But listen But we played them And <laughs> Things got crazy Listen people If you meet a man to- Who's nice And has all the qualities Of what you think Is a husband Or female Whoever mm-hmm. 
just get to know them first. Don't let your mind get caught up in the sexual energy of things. Because when you cross that line, there's there's no no turning back. back. Once you're gone, you're gone forever. And somebody is going to have something good. And somebody is going to want to have seconds. And then things will get crazy. And then three years later, you're like, wow, why are we in this toxic relationship? Well, because it's because you started the relationship off sex. And it'd be happening every day. We've been setting us ourselves up for heartbreak from the beginning of time. It's sick. Platonic relationships, people get into it. We need to be doing that. Love on each other. Love on each other without having sex. But also, Facts. if you want to have but sex, also, be on the same page at least. Don't be lying and say, no, I don't like put you. Put everything on the table. Put it all on if the table. If you like me, tell me you like me. Yes. Don't have me guessing or thinking that this is a platonic relationship. And, exactly. You know, here we are, one drunken night and things happen. Drunken night. Okay. I mean, it happens. I'm we not hear judging. these stories all the time. But it is true. You know. Let's let's keep it 100 with people. I think that's another thing that's happened is that people stop being honest with each other, you know, because you might think that I'm being a bad person sometimes. I'm, you know. Actually, you know what, too? It's harder for women. <clears throat> I was trying to close out the topic, but you seem to not be getting the signal here. But I'm women sorry, just- make the mistake of... No, I'm sorry. Women have it harder because they don't want to be judged. I've had this experience. Women want, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. want to hoe, but they won't because they're afraid that you will then see them as a hoe. Also, I'm not using that body. word to call women hoes. That's not what I'm doing. Well, I don't know a better sh- way to say it. Like, right. If you want to just we fucking grow. go off, then just say that. Exactly. Don't. But it's harder for women because women are supposed to be respectful. You're supposed to hold it. You're supposed to be. You're not supposed to well, be well, the maybe one. Maybe you should pick a part. And I'm not, you know. I'm no, not, I'm saying I'm not, we got to change that. I'm not, you know, singling anybody out. But maybe by tr- like being friends or, you know, starting a relationship not based on sex, you're able to tell, okay, I can have sex with this person and it'll be yeah, cool. Yeah, you know you them know, more. It'd be like, okay, this is the plan. We're going to have sex, but That's there's it. nothing there. Yeah. You know, but this I'm is saying, just to get a nut off. Exactly. But men but, need to give women, men need to change their perception of women. Because women don't feel comfortable saying that because it's the guy that's like, yo, this girl's a hoe. She let me hit it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, women do too. Yeah, but it's stop playing this game. You know, it's harder for women to talk for, about for sure. Sex. But but also, women are women's worst enemies. It's not only women though. It's everybody. It's everyone is judging women for having sex. Everybody's judging uh, what's each that other. called? Uh, not loosely. Um, no strings attached. There we go. Well, I'm not the one to judge people, but yo, if you you out if there, if you want to hand over the yams, hand over the yams for sure. If you want to go sausage picking, go sausage picking. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. At the end of the day, just you be know, honest. Get your shit wet. 
And if you shit don't get Yo. wet, leave the person alone. Stop acting like make sure niggas you owe you up. anything. Make sure you wrap it up. Have safe sex, please. It's getting crazy out there. But yeah, if somebody wants to give you the yams, make sure that you know how to treat the yams the way they want you to treat the yams. If somebody don't want to give you the yams, then that should be okay too. If it's no, it's no. If it's yes, it's yes. Consent. Platonic relationships. Get into it. Let's get into my favorite part mm-hmm. of the podcast where we highlight, you know, something we've been listening to. Okay. Um, Pass me the aux. I'm going to pass myself the aux because... Okay. You're keeping the aux. Yo, for sure. You know, I've been following this rapper for a long time. He His name is Nutro Shorty. He's from Carasca, Venezuela. He's from a rapper mm. from Venezuela. Hip-hop's worldwide. Interesting. You know, it's no longer just a Bronx thing. You know, this has evolved so, you know. Far. I think even the Eskimos are rapping. Just saying. (laughs) Alaska is a part of America. (laughs) Why wouldn't they be? You said it like it was a different world. People don't think of Alaska as the America. Okay. You tell me the last person that said, oh, Alaska's in the U.S. They're a red state, so really fuck Alaska. Well, I'm sure. sorry, maybe that's sure. too harsh. But Neutral Pump, I mean, his Instagram is Neutral Pimp. Um, mm. Neutral Pump, sorry. He used to go as Neutral Pimp, but you know what I mean? You can't use those words on, on social media anymore. But yeah, the song name is Lastima. Okay. You know, it's it's reminiscence of a Vico C. If you know your Spanish hip hop, you know Vico C is one of the the parents. He was rapping alongside like with Biggie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is how deep this goes. Like, you know what I mean? He's talking about issues. He's talking about having anxiety. Something wow. you might be into. Um I don't I wanna get out of here actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody does, but everybody's has their anxiety and you know i've been listening to this rapper and he's been putting out some great music and yeah i'm gonna go with no throw shorty but um lastima all right casino passing the ox to you my pick of the week is lily rain pink lemonade home team home team team. lily rain was featured on soundcloud soundcloud advertised her song on their page she just got added to a playlist and it was mentioned on billboard so this is an up-and-coming artist and you don't have to get on the wave but when the wave takes off don't say i didn't so tell you so so lily rain pink lemonade that's my pick if you like r&b contemporary r&b you like vibe. if you like like if you like vibes you like you you like this but she's also talking some shit like She's just amazing. I love her. Shout out to Lily Rain. Lily. Yeah. And that's it. So, yeah, that was Pass Me the Ox. Christina, do you, before you get into any announcements, I want to give a special, special shout out to my brother, Murph. He just had twins. Oh, congratulations. You know, and shout out to his grandma. His grandma went viral. <laughs> what? His grandmother went viral because um, he did a video of... um. Him showing his son to his grandmother, mm-hmm. and and the grand his grandmother comes over. Oh my god, it's so small! I'm gonna show you the video in a second after we get off the air, and you're gonna be like, "Wow, it's so nice." Aww. But yeah, um, his grandmother three million. What three million um views on TikTok? 
That's crazy. Can I get yes. your horns? Damn. But do what we was have she doing? Applause? Yes, we do. Murph, it, you're famous. Well, his grandma is. His grandma is. You know, it was kind of cool because, you know. But what did she do? Why did it go viral? Because it was so it was, cute? Yeah. Aww. It's a dope moment, you know. And, sweet. And, you know, I, f- well, me personally. Touch his chest. Touch his chest. I took um the pictures before the kids were born. So I have a kind of. A, a connection? A, a connection, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Now you're trying to be an uncle. This is crazy. Like you, you know, it's like I, I was honored to take. Yeah, I know what you you're saying. I mean? That's that's that was and shout outs to Christelle also. Oh my gosh, yeah, shout out to also Christelle. did her pictures. You know, and it's like these children are being born. I'm part of their life story forever. Mm, not really, but I can see how you would feel like that. You know, you know, parents keep the yo. You be trying to be involved my, in everything. My my, my mom That's is funny. a big picture person. Like my mom's crazy with pictures. What does that have to do with you trying to you claim know, people's kids? People have pictures. Like my, I know my mom has probably a yeah, but they're not gonna chest of photos. But did your mom ever when, say, yeah, this was a photographer, blah blah blah? No, but. The picture is there. I can ask my mom, like, who was the p- photographer for this? And she's probably going to say, oh, Fulano de Tal. It's a photographer. <laughs> you know what I mean? My mom's going to hit me with the, it's always wow, it's a fo- photographer si era bueno. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, you know, it's a part of history. I, I oh, did. Gosh. You know, I, I, I always say that when I take a picture, it's a stamp in time. It is, and it's true. You know, and it's crazy because I'm stamping that. But moment. you're not a part of these kids' lives. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, you, damn, you gotta let you're me. Trying believe, to be everybody's so. uncle. Hey, Uncle Ruby, you get a baby. You get a baby, you Uncle know, Ruby. Don't call me Ruby, <laughs> please. But yeah, shout out to Murph. Congratulations and welcome to the ride of no sleep. But everything is so worth it. Trust me. Oh, I could just smell a newborn baby now. I've been having the illest twins, baby by fever. The way. I know. Double trouble. Good luck. You got this. There's two of y'all. Just work together. That's it. No matter what, just work together. These babies are yours, and they're here now. Just love on them. They'll be all right. So what do you got for us? I just have some notes. First of all, I want to say happy holidays and hang in there. We're almost there. I went to church on Sunday, actually, too, because I needed to go back to Father God so he could read me and tell me how I'm fucking up. With love, of course. And the theme was finish strong. So I feel like now I'm compelled to also share this message because I know a lot of times, like we talked about earlier, this time of the year is lonely for some people. People think about who they've lost, who's not here to celebrate. You know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. People are still dying. Uh, So, yeah, I just want to tell people to hang in there. And it's okay to be sad. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not afford that gift. It's okay to not show up at your tia's house if you don't want to go. Just do what's right for you. Take care of your mental health so that we can make it. To the next year in good spirits. Not only that, but don't let the family members overfeed you. So don't ruin your diet? Yes. (laughs) 
I'm talking about serious stuff. You're talking about the diet here. That's very important. That's also tied to your mental state. I guess. You know, because, you know, we always go into the new year. Yeah, no, this this is my year. I'm going to lose all this weight. And we don't do shit. 2022 is my year. You know, you should treat your, your December as a a pregame to the new year if you're gonna yeah like start off start off now now. yeah don't wait for the don't wait for that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and don't don't start fucking up from the jump (laughs) this is also a a note to self because i do this a lot. no you know some people are just fuck-ups and we need to take care of that like recognize it in yourself hey how do you recognize it though you say it out loud I've said it out loud in this some, past some year. People ain't hey, ready. looked at myself in the mirror and said, You're fucking up. Hey, you fucked up. Shit's fucked up right you know, now. You know, I have been doing this exercise. I seen a You tell yourself it's um, fucked up? No, like oh, um It's just me. Like I seen a an interview, I don't know the lady's name, on the Breakfast Club and she was talking to do talk to yourself in the mirror. Yeah, it sounds and weird. And ask but yourself, sometimes are you the person you want to see in this mirror? Oof. Or the person that you're looking at in this mirror? Are you that person? That's deep. We're not trying to get deep. You know, end this. I'm sorry. I had to end it on a heavy note, but it's true. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes we catch our. We, we lose track of the real you. Is this. Yes. Or like some, something Virgil would say, is this the seven year old you 17 were? year old. 17. He said he's doing I, things not, to make his 17-year-old self happy. Exactly. Are you doing that for yourself? Some people haven't found that. You know, I encourage everybody to seek happiness. No. Seek wholefulness. Wholefulness. Like, you know. Not happiness, because happiness is temporary. Seek peace. Okay, I like that. Better. That's a mind. That's a state of being. Happiness is an emotion. It comes and goes. That's part of life. We're human. But peace is a state of being. It's like, I'm at peace. I'm not happy You're today, at a level ground. but I'm still at peace. Yeah. I like that. I like that a little it's better peace. than what I was not thinking. happiness, because that's that shit that white people be telling us. Pursuit of happiness. Anyway, I'm not going to go off on white people, but... Uh, so I just want to say my heart goes out to everyone listening that is either struggling or knows someone struggling with mental health during a time where we feel pressure to be happy and make others happy. Mm-hmm. Those of you that are in good spirits, spread love and give grace because you never know what people are going through. So happy holidays. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, share, comment, subscribe. Don't forget to hit that bell, smash hit that, that like hit button. Hit that bell so you get a notification. Don't miss a new episode. If you are listening to us and you're not watching, you can subscribe anywhere you find podcasts and rate us on Apple Podcasts so that other people can find this motherfucking podcast. So, yeah, you already know what it is. Your boy Benz alongside Christina. We are the Spark Up Podcast. We'll see you on the next one.